and welcome back to Creativity and Chaos, a 1L2N podcast. That's right, it's the return of your favorite duo, Hello and Yo. I'm Amy, hello, and we're joined today by Liam. Yo. We are a family of creatives going through the story writing process and we're bringing you along for the ride. Although, I don't know what kind of ride today is going to be because we haven't discussed what we're talking about because everyone hates us and decided not to be here. Missy's working, Mike's doing school stuff, Tommy is literally in the other room, passed the hell out, like completely just zoned out. So we'll see if he makes a, a surprise appearance later on. I don't think so, but it'll be funny if he does. How are you, Liam? Doing all right. I'm just... Kind of here, chilling. Haven't been up to much. Just hang out with friends, doing school. I had my AP test. Let's go. Wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Oh, that's good. Just cool. I had dentist appointment. You lost stuff fixed. Have you already gotten that work done? No. Oh. I know, yeah. Just a lot of school, man. Did some, um, what's it called? When I went to France, slept over, watched the menu. Oh, finally. Okay. What did you think about it? Let's it do a, a venue review without Mike and Tommy, specifically <laughs> Mike, because I feel like he'd be so mad that we he talk about it. He'd be so mad. All right, give and me- And mom wants to watch it, too. No, okay, I'm going to go sh- full extensive on this. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> okay. It was a really good movie. I really liked it. I had no idea what it was about. I just heard it was good. So when it first started, I was just like, really? That's what the movie's about? It's about- and By the way, it's full spoilers. It's about- going to a high-end restaurant and like i don't know reviewing or just having like a special experience one of these rich like high-end crazy things that they always like i really wanted to go here when i was first coming when i was first looking at this i was like man i wish i was at this island to eat some food right now i know <laughs> the foods were like concept type food and not actually food to enjoy i was still i would still have a good time especially because the whole place the whole area just looked nice oh yeah it was gorgeous it was gorgeous, and everything looked so high-end and looked so great. And I was, it was just, it would be a great experience. Anyways, this movie was, I was just thinking, like, what, how is this about this? And I was wrong. As the movie went on, I got it. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I understand what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I, now I see the funny side. And as the courses went on, I love the description of the courses. It got better and better each as each course happened. The concepts, it felt very like rich craziness, especially the bread one. It wasn't yeah. fucking bread. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> it was just smudge of yeah. whatever. I'm like, bruh. I'd still eat it, though. I bet you it was still good because, I mean, apparently it's the best food in the world. But yeah, I mean, it went on and I started to think like there's something else going on here. But for the time being, I forgot I was watching a movie. and I was just like, man, I really want to eat some good food right now. <laughs> And I was also thinking, like, oh, the acting's also pretty good. Yeah. You know, the actors are doing pretty good, especially the main chef. And then, Voldemort, of course. Oh, yeah, he was Voldemort. Yeah, he was. That. I never got that far in the series. Yeah, it's fine. You, but you've yeah, seen memes, was, though. He's all over yeah, memes. It's fine. Yeah, he just doesn't really, you know, I don't know if you've seen Voldemort, but that guy doesn't really look like a normal human being. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's a supermodel. Okay. <laughs> I know him as he was in the new James Bond movies, and oh. he was the bad guy from Schindler's List. Also, we got, what is what is this man's name? Do you know his name? He uh, No, not off the top of my head. He was also in Kingsman, the newest one, I think. I don't know how to say this. Ralph Fi- Fine- Fi- Phineas and Ferb. That's what it is. Ralph Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> 
How do you he's a great it? actor. Oh, and he's in the Grand Budapest Hotel. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. Ralph? Just put in Ralph, and I bet you it'll oh, come up. Ralph Phineas. No, it didn't. He is, is Phineas? I believe. <sighs> Bro. This is high If it's Ralph Phineas. Ralph? Yeah, Ralph I'm taking this Nathan. whole part out. No, no, no. Okay, but listen. His name is Ralph Nathaniel Twist. Twi- oh my pin. god. Wykeem Phineas. Wykeem. Ralph Nathaniel Twistleton Wykeem Phineas is an English actor. So English. This is about as British as it gets. I love how it says that he has nephews and nieces, but like that's a weird thing. Why would you nephews pick nephews and nieces? And nieces, bro, got a big family. I guess. I don't know. Got a big family. Nieces more. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go? You want to see all of them? No, go. Because bro got one, Wait, two, that... three, four, five, six. He got six siblings. He was a family of seven or nine or something. I don't know. Bro, hero Tiffin. Phineas, Tiffin, Phineas, fin, 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 Phineas. Oh, interesting. You know, it doesn't matter. We're moving. Yeah. On. Yeah. Anyways, he's great. <laughs> he's a great actor, and he did great in the movie. I slowly realized over time that everybody here is bad people, and he's getting back at them in some kind of way, or he's just he's ending them because he doesn't deem them worthy of life. I guess I don't know. But then you learn that that is also simply not true. He's just also a psychopath. Uh, Apparently his name is Rafe Fines. Rafe Fines, not Rafe. Ralph Phineas. Rafe <laughs> Rafe. Fines. <laughs> okay. So we've been doing a good job. Anyways, I'm so sorry. Rafe. Rafe Fines. Ralph Phineas. <laughs> totally That's his alternate. That's his alternate ego. Anyways, sorry. Anyways. This is going to be a chaotic episode. I was just watching. Bro's a psychopath. I got some theories. I don't know if they're true or not. That's why they're a theory. All right. So in case you guys didn't know what a theory is. <laughs> so when uh, Anna, Anna, whatever her name is, character, yeah. she's like the main character. It doesn't seem yeah. like she is at first, but she is. She is for sure. Her character goes and like she's supposed to retrieve something. It was like... Some kind of oil, or I don't even remember what it was. Some kind of juice. I don't remember. It was something. I'm I guessing think it was, oil. Or like coal or something. It was for the, the stoves, I believe. Yeah, it was something. She had it in a barrel. She brought it in with a barrel, and I was like, interesting. I don't know many places that... Anyways, she went to go retrieve something, and she went to Bro's house, uh, the main chef's house, which nobody has been into or is allowed to be into. And she went downstairs. And she found a whole nother, she found the exact, like, a replica, but, like, differently themed of the restaurant that everybody's eating at. I'm thinking, like, this isn't the first time he's done this before. Bro's done this many times and killed different groups of people. That's the theory. Yeah, it definitely seemed like this wasn't his final menu. Like, he, the way that they have done this and performed it, it definitely felt like they had murdered a lot of bad people in the past. Another theory I have is that some of the people that work for him are previous customers. Oh, like they're stuck there. Like they, he's like, you have the choice to die or become yeah. a chef. Interesting. I'm thinking that they're previous customers. Just for, there's, I feel like there's a lot of hints at it throughout the movie. I had another theory, but I forgot it. So maybe I'll think of it along the way at the time. But it's just a good movie. Great acting, good concept. I like how, so they tried to escape. Or they tried to get help via, she like calls a radio and they think that a Coast Guard member has come 
to save them when it wasn't. And she's like the only one that has actually tried to do something about her being there. Everybody else is just kind of like an idiot the whole time while she's like constantly trying to do something you know i I like how the chef said there's many ways you can get out of here he says something like that you can try escape it it, there's many times where you're like you you probably had the chance it probably is a lot easier than you'd think and she does it by asking to go can i get my cheeseburger to go and nobody else thought of doing that not a single person thought (laughs) oh maybe i should try something similar yeah, no, but they all just also, watch and they're like, if, oh, okay. If you're also in like a super terrifying situation where you're like, I'm going to die. Sometimes your brain does not switch into survival mode and it just switches into, all right, I've accepted my fate, even though this really sucks. So not that I know that firsthand or anything, but <laughs> I th- <laughs> I think what made this movie really interesting was... These kinds of restaurants where it's like a really high-end fancy restaurant, I forget what they're called, but it's like you have the micro meals where it's like you're served multiple different meals, but they're all very, very small portions. It's less about going and filling yourself up, and it's more about the experience. And I think it was one of those movies that really kind of utilized how ridiculous those meals are. Even though it is an art form of itself, I'm not knocking it because I think it'd be really interesting to try it. But you have to go there knowing what kind of experience you're getting. It is an art performance in of itself. And I think that this movie is like making fun of not only the art performance of these small meal restaurants, but also making fun of the patrons who go there and experience them as well. And whether you you're like, yeah, I'm doing it to be cool. And they're like, bro, this isn't bread. Like, give me I, I just want some like a burger. You know, you're not going there for a burger. You're going there for the experience. So it's making fun of the patrons. It's making fun of the, the chefs. It's making fun of the whole concept, except in like a very horror sort of situation. And I found that all really interesting. I'm not a big fan of is Anya Taylor-Joy, the main like female character not a big fan of hers in general i didn't really like the movie just because of her and i know that that's like stupid but i know i know and i also think it it was so ridiculous and over the top as far as like the money that you need just to go visit this the fact that they're like we live on this island and we wake up at 4 a.m to start these meals or whatever (laughs) it is they wake up yeah that I don't know it just there was something about it that I was like yeah I'm glad I watched it but I, I don't really I don't have an interest in watching it again but in general I do find the concept very interesting and I do think that the acting was all very very well done and ridiculous but very well done and I thought it was interesting because I couldn't understand until she was like eating the burger or no, it was, it was until he like was like really close to the burger finishing it off that I was like, oh, that's why she asked for a burger. Like it took me so long to figure yeah. that out. I felt so stupid. Same. I was like, oh, OK. So it was one of those things where they definitely foreshadowed it. They're like, hey, look at this very significant piece of memorabilia that he has on the wall. And like she was trying to get him to connect with that to like break him out of the craziness that he was in but he was already too far deep at that point which is why I think he's like well she was never supposed to be here you truly understand what it means to love food and you gave me a little piece of that back I'll let you go but everyone else is screwed and so I think that's probably why she was the only one that was able to leave I don't know if someone else was like can I get this to go I don't know if they would have been allowed to go just because true 
at that moment, it was still full blown craziness as far as the plan goes. I I just it was an interesting movie and I'm glad Mike made me watch it, but I don't need to see it again. I'm good. (laughs) I thought it was very unique. I thought it was pretty well done. It was an interesting concept. I definitely liked it because of its uniqueness and just how like out there it was. It was just like, what? Okay, I will say that as far as like a totally different movie that we haven't really seen. Yeah, I'll give it that. It was something different to watch, which was nice because uh, especially in this day and age, we're always seeing the same thing. So it was nice to see something totally fresh. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And I think, you know, overall, I'd give give it a like. Thumbs up. (laughs) Um, Well done. Made a good movie. There's a lot of interesting scenes and parts and everything. And the characters were all so well done and also unique. I think my favorite line in the movie was like the one line where you know how there's like an actor and his like assistant or whatever. Yeah. And he, <laughs> the reason why he was killing them was because his one day off in like months or weeks or whatever <laughs> yeah. was because he watched him in a movie and he was a director he was just a role in the movie and his fate he can remember his face and it like i don't know depresses or like destroys her and or saddens him and like really hard in some kind of way and then... yeah the other ones are like noble and that one's just like <laughs> straight no. Eddie. <laughs> no but then <laughs> then he goes to the assistant and then he says are you asked like some kind of like oh did you go to university she said yeah he's like what university brown and he's like student loans question mark and she said no and he's like oh yeah you're definitely gonna die it's just like what it was so out of pocket and it was amazing you don't have student loans sorry i'm gonna kill you now (laughs) yeah like what it was it was amazing i loved it it was the best line I overall enjoyed the experience of watching that movie. It was interesting. Well, there you go. There's our reviews. If you want something different, definitely check it out. If you like Rafe, Finesse, however you say it, I forget again. (laughs) Watch it. It's so good. (laughs) Mike's going to kill us. He's like, you already talked about it. He's going to be so angry. So if you hear this on the podcast again, it's not our fault. Okay. It's Mike's fault for not being here. Yeah. Blame everything on him. Yeah, I mean, it's better. He's the root of most of our problems. He truly is. Yeah. (laughs) So if things are going wrong or things aren't the way you like it to be. Just blame Mike. (laughs) (laughs) What happened in your week? Uh, My week was fine. Work sucked like normal. Shout out to all my customer Mm -hmm. service people. You know what it's like dealing with people that are just terrible for no reason. Uh, And now it's the weekend. So, yeah, here we are. My life is great. Moving on. (laughs) What are you looking at me for? I no, I was just waiting for you to, you know how you do your classic. So, <laughs> if you were a dog in outer space, do you think you would eat your stepchildren? Kind of question, because that's totally something that you would. Do. I was getting made fun of that just the other day. I was, I was sitting. I'm not making fun night, of you. I, I was, was waiting for it. Late at night, and I was talking with a friend, parentheses Brendan. And he, I <laughs> randomly, <laughs> I asked him out of the blue, do you know who Pol Pot is? Pol Pot. Do you know who Pol Pot is? No. Okay. Paul? Pol? Pol. Pol. P-O-L-P-O-T. And. Oh, a for- former minister of Cambodia. Of course. <laughs> I think of that. <laughs> Why do you know this? <laughs> And he was just like, he was, he just had to react to my question 
in a certain way. And this man was bombastic about it. I mean, he actually did know who Pol Pot was, which was pretty cool, if you ask me. But he was like, he related it to some kind of punk song that he's seen. And this punk song, let me tell you, played it for me. It was trash. Don't listen to it. Uh, If you hear a punk song... If you hear some kind of person talk about, hey, there's this punk song got Pol Pot in it, don't listen to it. I'm sparing you. Okay. I, um. <laughs> anyways, he kind of just like railed into me about like how weird of it was of a question to ask that to somebody and how many people would probably say no. And he said, yes, I'm lucky. Anyways, he then the next day, aka yesterday, asked Tommy, while we were all online talking to each other, playing games, he asked him, do you know who Pol Pot is? I was like, oh, here we go again, because this guy just loves to make fun of me. And Tommy obviously said no. He was a lot more, he was a lot less willing to say no than Amy. Amy just straight up said no. Tommy, he (laughs) tried to get around it, but eventually we got there. And... This man, you know, then they start both going into me about how I ask random and weird questions. And I'm just trying to make interesting conversations or something just gets into my mind. And I'm and I'm like wondering, like people's answers to these questions. Uh, But then, you know, the, but people just be making fun of me, man. And anyways, the reason why I asked this question was I don't know if this is true. I didn't fact check it. But, <laughs> that's always that's <laughs> always a great start to anything i don't know if it's true i didn't fact check it but, but anyway i heard that bro signal single-handedly raised the life expectancy age of people in cambodia from 45 to like 18 or 19 and i just gotta say that is a wild stat that's something that's pretty hard to do and it's pretty crazy wait he raised it from 45 no to he, 18? sorry he lowered it from 45 oh, okay, to 18 okay. Which is pretty insane. You know, he wasn't in control of a major country like, you know, Mao or Stalin or Hitler. So you couldn't have as high numbers as they have. But if you just look into some of the crazy stuff that Pol Pot did, you can tell he was far worse than any of them. He, bro, was doing some wild stuff. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, because they died of starvation, execution, disease, or overwork. So, yeah, that would would make sense. Jeez Louise. Fun facts with Leah. (laughs) The thing is, it's like, I don't mind your random questions. I just think sometimes they're so left field that you were like, I'm sorry, what? Like, we're not in that mindset for a random question. And it just like throws us off. I don't think it's bad, though. I like random questions because I think it's that you're right. They do make like interesting conversation and they are ridiculous and silly. And I think they're fun. Sometimes they're a little like if you had to murder one country what country would you okay. murder and you're like all I right wait never, a minute <laughs> i would never say something like that i'll be as i as you never would. have said something oh. like that <laughs> you don't know you Anyways, don't remember what you did last week come on speaking of murdering countries that's pretty much what this pole pot guy did <laughs> bro murdered like cambodia history facts with liam he i'm pretty sure i don't i could be wrong with this once again you can fact check me i don't remember this i did look into this extensively so i know part of this is true but i'm pretty sure he targeted tried to kill everybody with like glasses or people who wore glasses i don't remember the exact reasoning but if i had to come up with it on my mind i think it was because he thought like they were like intellectual or, like smarter so <laughs> he just started killing them <laughs> we are a superior them. it's not because we read a lot it's just we're <laughs> superior we have to wear glasses I, I could be wrong by this anyways if you guys don't know who pol pot is 
everybody hears of these big names like Stalin, Mao, or Hitler. Those are like the three faces of dictatorships. I just got to tell you, Pol Pot, bro, he trumps them. He goes above them, above and beyond. And he had less to work with, too. He didn't have these massive countries that could do so much. Oh, yeah. Anyone considered an intellectual was a tar- was targeted for special treatment. This meant teachers, lawyers, doctors, and clergy were targets of the regime, even people wearing glasses. Interesting. Yeah. See, he did some crazy stuff. I'm going to tell you, like, he was wild. Bro is actually the definition of insane. You just got to take a good, go- one good look at him, and you can tell that this man was insane. There's apparently a behind the bastards podcast no it says Pol Pot is an evil bastard who had half his country killed but he isn't an interesting bastard that title belongs to the man who enabled him King Nordum Sanaku and I butchered that pronunciation so I do apologize interesting so they so pro- they do probably talk about him and hit what he did but they're also I guess talking about the the person that enabled him as well interesting I'll have to no, listen to it that was- you might think your life sucks, but just be thankful you're not born in <laughs> oh 1970s Cambodia because that wow. some crazy stuff happened. I'm just saying. So earlier you're talking about how Brendan was like, oh, let me show you this song that has Pol Pot in it. And you're like, this is a terrible song because it like related to what you were asking him about. Well, I just wanted to point out I wrote a song that is technically out now, but the podcast won't hear about it until <laughs> next month. And I played it for a friend of mine and... This friend goes, wow, I I really liked that. I went to the zoo recently and I saw this leopard who was in a cage and I felt like I could feel his emotions when I was listening to this song. (laughs) What? I'm like, that is the weirdest review I've ever gotten (laughs) on anything. Thank you, I think. But like, bro didn't even relate it to himself, related it to a leopard he saw at the zoo like okay okay cool that is i I mean to each your own everybody got their own opinions and sometimes you just feel like you know what a leopard feels like you know (laughs) yeah that's all i gotta say about that i mean that's some wild stuff right there (laughs) i watched uh jupiter ascending yesterday for the first time in many years and it is still not a great movie but oh man i forgot how much i love that movie And I think it's because it is just such a really interesting way to think about space in the universe. There's, spoiler alert, an entire like refinery city inside of Jupiter. And it's all like steampunky, spacey. And I mean, that's just right up my alley. And the whole (laughs) the whole thing is like it's like fantasy space, fantasy steampunk space vibes is the exact vibes for Jupiter Ascending. The acting, not great. The plot line, kind of there, kind of not. But just from like a world building sense, so cool. Such a cool concept. And I I forgot how much I missed that. I wish they had, I wish it didn't flop because I, I they were going to make it a trilogy and it could have used, there could have been so much like cool things they did with it but because it flopped unfortunately it got nixed and and flew to the wind for better things well if it was good it wouldn't have flopped wow but it is it's you know there's a it's a shame there's a lot of cool concepts a lot of cool um ideas or things that come out that aren't truly like explored or fully been able to execute 
well. Yeah. Because there's so many cool things that give you a glimpse into what could have been. And then it just isn't right. Or you even know it's not all that, but you still like it because there's still that glimpse within it. It sucks. There's a lot of things that makes you kind of want to like go out there and do your own thing so you can do realize that glimpse and make it actually, you know, well. Yeah. Well, I think that's actually why a lot of writers write stories is because they're like, where's the book about this? Where's the book that actually involves this? I want to see more of this. And they're like, oh, fine, I'll do it myself. Fantasing yeah. it. You know what I mean? They're like, I'll yeah. do it myself because there are so many really cool concepts like you're saying that don't ever get explored. And so people are finally like, I've had enough. I want to explore it, even if it's my own. Yeah. And we get some really, really cool things out of it. But also sometimes like I would love to have more of Jupiter ascending world, but I don't know that I could write that world. And I think that's also a problem is like, I'll do it myself. Wait, I'm not good at writing <laughs> or I'm not that creative. And so it's like someone else will do it. It would be fine. And then it never gets made. So it's a bit of like, a, do you want to do it yourself or do you want to just wait until someone else maybe does it? Yeah, no, it sucks. Especially when it comes to like big franchises where there's something you want to do or change. Not even franchise, but like a big title, a big name. Because then you can't even, technically you can't even do it because then you need like a license or you need to get contract. You need something legal with that. And I've said this once, I'll say it again. That's why fan fiction exists is so that people can write the stories that they wanted to see more of. Or they're like, I wish this didn't happen. I wish what would happen if, if it went this way. And I know that there's actually a lot of people that read fan fiction and they get so attached to it that they will actually get it printed. Not like for commercial use. They will literally just find someone who would print it and bookbind it for them so that they can have it as like a physical book copy rather than just something that's on the Internet that maybe will get taken down one day which i do think is kind of cool concept and i think it would be fun it's like a weird legal thing because it would be cool if people were able to sell their fan fiction like that but then also there is the legal issues of like this is a star wars fan fiction disney will <laughs> yeah. come after me you know like it's like no it's just yeah. it's totally i'm not selling it because it's disney i'm selling it because people want to have a physical copy so it's it's hard it's like a weird gray area my problem with fan fiction is, you know, because I've dabbled a bit, is it's oh, you've not dabbled. Good. It's well, not good. Yeah. It it's it. I've not found one that's like compelling. Wow, that's crazy. This wow, something that is went well. No, it's usually horrendous and garbage, and it's usually focused or centered around some kind of romance that doesn't need to exist in any kind of way. But it's there. Uh yeah, I will say and, a lot of fan fiction is romance based. And so that's why I just I don't mess with that kind of stuff. I rather. So what you're else. saying is that you got to do it yourself. You got to write the fan fiction you want to see. I'm not writing no fan fiction. If anything, I'll get hired by a big studio, and they'll give me the budget to make a show or movie of something I want to see done right. Well, okay. So if you were to write fan fiction, it doesn't have to be romance. What would you want to write? Like, what would be the alternative story you'd want to write? I don't know if I would write an alternative story. I don't, I, I'm not the type of guy to, like, fix a story. I'm the type of guy to make a new story within that universe. Okay, so what universe? Star Wars, because it, Star Wars just has, objectively, the best universe. And <laughs> it's, like, it's because it's the biggest, most expansive, there's the most lore behind it, there's the most crazy stuff going on, and there's so many different genres of Star Wars out there that most people don't even know about. There's so much crazy different stuff with it. 
and you can do it in so many different time periods and whatever. And so I would definitely make a new story in that because there's just so much to work off of and there's so much cool stuff within the universe already. And then you can just make your own story and however you want with it. And even though I, I'm, not a, I'm not a massive Star Wars fan because a lot of their stuff isn't good. I just really like the universe. The universe of Star yeah. Wars is so cool. That's what keeps on bringing me back to it. It's just, uh, it's a shame that it, it's put to waste a vast majority of the time because most of the shows and movies that are made for it aren't that good, at least in my opinion. Usually, I mean, I guess the animated stuff is usually pretty good, but I don't know. Most of the time I don't enjoy it as much. I feel like it's a lot of waste. There's always like, this is good. But you're giving me that glimpse again. It's always that glimpse of something that could be so much more than than is what is given. Which maybe that's what they're doing on purpose to kind of try and keep on bringing you back for that glimpse. But at the same time, I think it's just a bunch of idiots and a huge studio, parentheses Disney, that doesn't really know what they're doing when they're making a lot of stuff. Did you see Star Wars Visions? No, I have not. For me, I wasn't a fan of pretty much all of the episodes. I guess I just looked. Apparently, there's a season two now, which is interesting. But mm-hmm. for the first season, the very first episode, Tommy and I were talking. That is probably the coolest concept that we've seen as far as interesting characters goes. I don't want to spoil it because I think it would be I think you should watch it. It's only like 16 minutes long. And it's I really enjoy that concept of what they created and it made me want to know more about that character how they got to that point what they're going to do after that point whereas a lot of star wars tv and movies whereas a lot of star wars tv shows and movies don't do that they're interesting to watch but you're like okay i I don't need more. If I want more, I'll go read some fan fiction. Whereas I haven't found a TV show or a movie that is so compelling that I'm like, I must know more. I want to see more. Everything right now has just been like, ugh, I guess I'll watch the next episode. Although, what was the one that came out that was, that actually was that, what is it? Hold on. Have you seen Tales of the Jedi? No, Andor. Andor, I actually did want to know more about because I thought that was actually very interesting, very well done. So I will say that's the only thing that, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm into uh, oh it. Oh my gosh, Andor is great. Andor is a perfect example. Andor is, I feel like it's a glimpse, one of those glimpses we've seen actually come true. And it's not even in a huge bombastic way. Like obviously there's big things that you could do with main story, but it's something that's underneath, but is done so well. You get to see the actual inner workings of both the rebellion and the empire and a new light and a new view that we've never seen before. And it's like the rebellion isn't this awe- super shining like great thing yeah it's a bunch of people who have terrible lives but are still risking everything to do what they believe is right even though they all hate each other and then you have the empire which it's not these people who think are so righteous and so doing everything great it's just some of these people are just doing their job they're just doing their work and they're just trying to keep their livelihoods it's not it's not everybody's like you know the sith or you know or like tarkin evil you know and that's what I really like, especially in Star Wars, especially with the whole universe. And one thing I really don't like about Star Wars is that what's really focused on is the Skywalker saga, or the Skywalker timeline from episode one to nine. 
be all this stuff about this one specific period which only takes place over like 50 60 years or something like i don't know it's less than a century which is such a minuscule time in the entire star wars timeline Mm -hmm. which takes place over tens of thousands of years with so many different interesting things and events going on and we're just taking place in this one time period that really all things considered if you've seen a lot of the legends or extended universe stuff it's not that interesting it's just that's where it started off and got popular from um there's so much more gray stuff and so much more different concepts and wild things that you just like you probably thought of and you probably wanted to see and it is out there it just doesn't get that much attention because it isn't part of that skywalker timeline yeah i just want to see something fresh you know yeah i know and i would love to as well but dizzy's gonna keep on um being that dead horse yeah like honestly like i think the timeline should have been left i don't know back in 2005 when episode three came out (laughs) though i guess you know clone wars is good i like clone wars so uh, yeah you can do some of the animated shows also really loved bad batch and tales of the jedi and you couldn't have especially really good bad batch without clone wars exactly so yeah i'll say leave in the animated shows i personally think the animated shows although yeah they aren't fully what i wanted they give me more of that glimpse that I want than almost all the live action stuff besides Andor. Yeah, I don't know. I just want more from that universe that's interesting, unique, different. And I would, in a glimpse, if I had to make one thing, one piece of media my entire life, it would be to realize my own Star Wars like show or saga or something like that. That takes place in a completely different time, and I can make completely new characters and new everything. Have my own creative freedom, own creative and freedom with it, my own will with what I want, because it's just such a cool universe with so much stuff going on. I would absolutely, I would love it. I would love it so much. I'm very passionate about it because mom knows I've been thinking of. I've cooked up my own Star Wars story for a long time, and I've always wanted it to be out there because. I, I really like it, but here's it's not going to. Okay, but here's yeah. the thing, though, is that if you want a story out there in the universe, you can put it out there. You can write that story. And yeah, I know that you want a Star Wars story, but you can make it your own universe that just happens to be similar to the <laughs> Star Wars universe. You know what I mean? Like you could change things around to still have that story out there, to still have those concepts and ideas that you want. And you could still build a world that has this vast background and potential. And you, who knows, people will be like, instead of Star Wars, it's war stars oh my gosh have you read the new war star book it's so good oh he's so creative like i love it i you know i love star wars (laughs) but the war star books are just like they're so different it's like exactly what i want from star you know what i mean like (laughs) i was like what do you want to create stars (laughs) no but you know what i'm saying is like just because you don't think that you can do it doesn't mean it shouldn't be done. Yeah, it's very true. And I think that a lot of people resonate with what you're talking about, not just for Star Wars, but for a lot of different things where they want more content, but they're like, like we're saying, like, how do we do it? Just start writing it, start writing it. And then you can figure out your own way to make it your own story. I mean, look at all of the adaptations of Beauty and the Beast, the amount of times people have done Beauty <laughs> of the Beast, but have made it their own. 
Yeah. It's insane and and completely changed the setting, completely changed the concept of what the beast looks like and how if it's a curse, if it's not a curse, if there even is a curse. Like there's so many different ways that people have done it that I legitimately think if you're passionate, if you want this story out there, you should write it. You should absolutely write it. Give it to me so I can read it and love it. And then we'll figure out a way to make it out there in the universe, whether it's changing it so that it's your own new universe or whether we be like, yo, Disney, this is dope. You should do this. Otherwise, you're stupid. Then we'll figure it out. So we got to blackmail Disney. I'm not going to. No, no, I would never. I'm just going to persuade them <laughs> persuasively. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going to do some devious acts. I just think that if you, if there's something that you're passionate about, go for it. Make it exist. Because if you're passionate about something, then what's to say other people wouldn't a hundred million percent be on board with it as well? You know? You're always going to have haters, like Disney's lawyers. But I don't. <laughs> you're also going to have a lot of people that are like, this is amazing. I want more of this. And I don't even know what the story is, and I'm excited, and I want to hear about it. We'll talk off camera because we don't want anyone stealing our ideas, especially Disney, unless they're going to pay us, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Anyways, that's the end, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we can end now. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for joining us. I know that this is who knows where it went. Uh, I say that a lot, but especially when more than half of the people are gone. I don't know. It just it turns out to be whatever. Thank you for taking your time to listen to our shenanigans. It's more of a chaos episode. We'd love to hear from you. We are 1L2N Productions over on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. And if you want to donate and help support us, we uh, you can head on over to our Patreon. That would be much appreciated. And the last word of the day is going to go to, I'm going to, this is the coin that I have. Okay. okay. This is heads. This is tails. I'll take so tails. So I'm going to, you're going to take tails? Okay. It lands on the side. We both got to do it. It's heads. All right. So that's me. Take it away, me. If there's something that you are passionate about, if there's something that has been stuck in your mind, get it out on paper, sketch it out, draw it out, write it out, talk about it out loud. You would be surprised how many people are going to resonate with you. And you're going to be surprised how much it can change your life as well. Thank you.